Is the best of two pros in a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. We are uh, off and running. It is Super Bowl week, uh, and so we are uh, fast approaching uh, Super Bowl 56. Uh, we are going to start a prop party. We're doing the prop party today. We're going to do prop bets every single day here on the show. Uh, this isn't like the prop bet monster because these are actually good props, uh, so we will be having fun with that over the next uh, next uh, couple hours here on FSR. Now, the... Um, the news that we had talked about yesterday, because it felt like it was going in that direction, was Lovey Smith being hired by the Houston Texans, uh, former Bears head coach, former uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach, uh, coach at Illinois, a guy who's as well respected as anybody. I can't. I've never met anybody or, or heard anybody say anything bad about Lovey Smith. Like he's always been really well respected. Was the defensive coordinator this last year in Houston? What a hell of a beard, too. I mean, great my, beard. my God, that, beard that thing is – it started, I think, in Illinois. Yeah. And I remember when he debuted there, I was like, man, if I could only grow a beard like that. Yeah, it's a great beard. Mm. But it wasn't – Big, strong white beard. I don't want to ask the uh, this question on the air. I'm like, uh, never mind. But I'm you're going to ask it. Go ahead. Go ahead and say Well, it. there was a story out about his like his son. Uh, what like, does that have to do with his well, beard? I, I don't know. I just, I, I just, it just popped in my mind. There was a story oh, out that, like, um, you know – People might have worked for him, if you know what I mean. That's all. Just saying. You know, I do remember uh, the story you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you're, uh, you're, you're, but you're, I'm just saying, like, that was we're, a story. We're barely Anyways, out of never, the gates. All right. Never right mind now. that. All right. Never, so yeah, never mind all Lee that. Jonas. I don't know. It just popped in my mind. What do you want me to do? That's how we're going to dovetail into a sensitive <laughs> conversation for the last week and a half. Am I the only one who's completely left the dark right now? Just Google. You figured it out. I don't know why it popped in my mind. But, anyways, so well respected guy. careful what you do. People like Jonas are out here. No, that's not. Listen, everything is fine. Here, uh, but he's a well-respected exactly. guy, I um, <laughs> and uh, well, the Wi-Fi is hit or miss here, and so. Um, you know, he gets named head coach officially yesterday by the Houston Texans, and I think the feeling is, and we talked about it, it it does have a strange sort of a a vibe to it. It does have a you know a strange sort of you know all of a sudden Lovey Smith popped up out of nowhere. But Brady, you had pointed out that. Uh, that he was sitting in on these interviews with some of these head coaches, and it was almost like Houston Texans had a revelation and just realized, hey, this guy's pretty good, like all of a sudden, that uh, that Lovey Smith is uh, – so Google does work. Uh, all right, so uh, we are just off and running. Uh, but anyways – that one. Uh, congratulations wow. to uh, – you know, there's just – hey – it happens. Uh, the, uh, so uh, that was poor. Yeah, that uh, was that on your part. On your my behalf. part. Yes. No, what? I just like I remember the Some story. Came say up. Tasteless. Uh, I mean, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was poor. Okay. Anyway, I was just trying to make an NFL roster yeah. at that point. I was a little uh, preoccupied. Maybe that's why it flew under the radar. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. There's there's others. It didn't fly uh, under everybody's radar. Um, so uh, <laughs> so <laughs> congratulations to uh, to Lovey Smith. They make it official, and uh, the Houston Texans have a brand new head coach. Now, uh, before we get into the the other element of this, which is the uh, the Brian Flores um, statement from his legal team, um, any- and, what, and what does that matter? With this, oh well, well, we'll get to it. Come on, it's, I want to know. I, I, I want to know. Yeah, I want to know. So, um, Lovey Smith's going to get a third shot. Like this is going to be. He he coached the Bears. He coached the Bucks. I was trying to think back. How many coaches get three chances after they've been fired rare, the first man. two times? It's rare. 
That's why it's hard to even think of someone. Yeah, right? like I went through to tr- to try and find it, and I and I just I don't I couldn't think of anybody that that popped up to where they got fired the first couple of times, right or wrong. I think everybody in Chicago recognizes now that was a mistake. Uh, in Tampa Bay, they went with what Dirk Cutter. Do you, do you count McDaniel's stint with the Colts as as no? Well, yeah, no. I mean, yeah, we well, you know you know what technicality that's that's correct. So well done. <laughs> yeah, so so Josh McDaniels has, has entered the chat, but yeah, I I just so congratulations, Lovey Smith gets the gig and i think a guy that everybody top to bottom really likes within the nfl no i mean he's respected well liked uh players love him and the hard part about the hiring is we'll talk about the messaging from brian flores attorneys but also john mcclain who's dialed in with the houston texans really is the first one who pushed it out that this hiring wasn't going to take place without the brian flores lawsuit because they wanted to hire josh mccowan they were hoping that someone else would interview Josh McCown to provide legitimacy of his head coaching candidacy, if you will, because they felt so strongly about Josh McCown again for a second year. But the reality is the optics look awful if you're going to hire Josh McCown, who's got no experience whatsoever, when I guess if we're saying you have to have head coaching experience to be qualified, right? I mean, yeah. that, that, that's that's the conclusion that we're coming to is because people were saying this, too, about the hiring of Brian Dable over Brian Flores was, well, how could Brian Dable be a more qualified candidate? Because Brian Flores has three years of head coaching experience. And the reality would be, well, Brian might have, you know, Brian Flores might have three years of head coaching experience, but he doesn't have experience coaching quarterbacks, does he? I mean, unless we're we're all of a sudden anointing him as being the guy that's going to help Daniel Jones get better. Yeah. When I would I would make the case that I don't think he helped Tua Tagovailoa over the two years he was with him. But I, I don't want to digress. Get off on, on a separate tangent. I, I think this hiring happens because Lovey Smith uh, was the right guy who was a part of all these interviews, and they felt like the timing of it made a lot of sense. But I keep going back to what we talked about yesterday. Why did you move on from David Culley then? Yeah, I mean, Lovey Smith was a part of this. I, people are like ch- uh, chiming in on Twitter, like always, and you're going, "Hold on, dude!" Like, if you're upset at how David Culley ran practice or handled the team, then did you forget that the assistant head coach, the defensive coordinator, was Lovey Smith last year? Yeah, like he's a part of that too. So whatever you're upset with last year, like you, you just hired a guy who was on that same staff, who literally was like the second in rank to the head coach. So you, you can't you can't be frustrated with David Coley and then and sit there and say like oh I I can't make that comment when you just hired a guy who was a part of all that so it, it would only lead to you thinking they're gonna have more dysfunction or more issues if he was a part of what happened last year right yeah I just think they hired him to stabilize that team and I think the largest piece of it that's playing a part in it is possibly the Deshaun Watson situation. That is the one singular chip that could fall into place that improves the Houston Texans immediately. Name another chip that could fall in place that could improve the Houston Texans immediately. Whatever they would possibly get for him, but I don't know if it's you know any more than a quarterback or any more than draft picks. That's a possibility. Yeah. That's that's that that would probably if you're thinking about it, that probably is the contingency plan. Maybe that was the first plan. Maybe this was the contingency plan that became the first plan. I think Lovey Smith. If you know Lovey Smith, as you guys have already alluded to, he's like a Tony Dungy. He's like everybody's uncle, their favorite uncle or their favorite dad. And people relate to him. 
people people gravitate to him. Um, super, super likable dude. And I think when you're talking about a this is a this is an organization that needs to to heal. And they need to be able to heal and move forward from all of the dramatic departures that have taken place. You know, Hopkins leaves. Then and J.J. Watt leaves. Then Deshaun Watson says he doesn't even want to be a part of the team. That sends a message. That's that shockwaves through through that locker room. Those are the three biggest figures outside of Andre Johnson, I think, ever for for the franchise. Yeah, that all like in succession, like right back to back to back to back, don't want to be there or aren't there anymore. I think that they believe that finding someone who brings that leadership quality of that of that level is what was most important and you got to if you're going to go in a different direction if you can clearly put that together as the correlation as to why this person in particular became the coach then you got to take a moment and commend them for making that decision because Lovey Smith is that type of guy that can unite people and I'm I'm curious as to how quickly now that he's gotten a job he'll address that Deshaun Watson situation and and also I I think it's fair to say and we you know we'll get into the uh, Brian Flores angle on this coming up uh, in a few minutes but I think it's fair to say that this isn't uh, some people were throwing out yeah this smells like another one and done I don't think there's any chance Lovey no. Smith is one and done. Based on what happened with David Coley, uh, based on the situation, Lovey Smith probably was well aware of what's going on and is like, "Look, I'm not doing this just to be a stopgap for somebody else. Like, I, I'm gonna, I need time. I need, I need an opportunity to figure this thing out. I don't know what sort of compensation or the contract looks like. I didn't see that, but this doesn't feel like he's just going to be in and out and they're going to move on to somebody else in another year. I just don't see it. I, I'm with you, and, and I think it, it probably has more, especially if Josh McCallum becomes part of the staff there's more likely a chance of it's lovey smith until maybe he wants to, how old's lovey smith now uh, be, i mean the I, beard makes him look probably older than what he actually God, it's is it's a great beard though man it's a great beard they it, are funny it and it i'm is. just saying you should be able to get a lot of local uh, sponsorships now that's like a big thing growing beards uh, let's beard go dies. let's go live to our i know how old lovey smith is insider lead to laugh of the latest lee that would be 63 good stuff yeah, okay yeah. so let's say he coaches everybody. for the next three or four years and then they would, you know, you could segue into McCown taking over at some point. Like, there's always that thought. I don't know why we think that happens in the NFL. Well, but... you know who's getting the heat now? Your guy, Jack Easterby. Like, of well, course. He's, he's, he's the fall the guy. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's the always fall got guy the there. there. You know, Even though Casario's been running the shop now as a general manager, it's, <laughs> they're still blaming Jack Easterby. It's like, oh, come on, dude. Man. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Some people shouldn't be able to wear sleeveless shirts, man. That's yeah. all I would say. Why is that? Uh, just because it just doesn't, you know. <laughs> hey, that's the brother from La Bamba, too, by the way. <laughs> Am I right, Berto? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, uh, there is yes. a... Uh, Richie! Yeah, yeah man. Uh, what, Lou Diamond Phillips? No. Is that his name? <laughs> no. Is that, is that his name? Jeez, Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, that is his name. Yeah, actually. Lou Diamond Phillips. That is yeah. his name. He's... Uh, he had an he had a, an issue 
Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! So you're gonna start every hour? No, off listen, with, no, with just, something, uh, like, that's something real provocative that's, to start off. Huh? It's just uh, it's simply something that that I recalled. I'll uh, you know send you that link as well too. Uh, all right. So um, what was what was the wife's name and uh, and um, the Adams family? What, what was her name? Elvira. What, what was her uh, name? El, Elmira. I don't know. Oh, okay. Elvira. Elvira was uh, separate. something to that effect. Well, listen. Uh, <laughs> That'll work. Uh, all right. You're so and you're creepy. Uh, you're creepy we are, and you're creepy. Uh, we are uh, off and running oh, here. Oh, uh, oh, hour oh, two oh, of this oh, fine oh, program. Oh, <laughs> and uh, oh, um, so Tom Brady. Uh, apparently, the uh, there's some uh, some thought that maybe Tom Brady, uh, you know, won't retire after all. Now, I know what you're thinking. If you're one of those, uh, you know, there's a lot of franchises out there who are the doormats of Tom Brady's career. Uh, Tom Brady has uh, done nothing but beat you or the Patriots have beaten you over the past 20 years. You, this is a nightmare scenario for everybody involved. Uh, nobody wants any part of Tom Brady uh, potentially coming back to the NFL. Uh, but Tom Brady was uh, was on his podcast yesterday. Uh, and this is the Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray via Sirius XM. And the conversation came up about Brady's future and a potential return. Inevitably, some quarterback's going to get hurt or not perform at the level. And uh, how are you going to yeah. entertain those thoughts? And would you ever consider that? You know, I'm just going to take things as they come. You know, I think that's the best way to put it. You know, you never say never. You know, at the same time, I know that I'm very, I feel very good about my decision. So I don't know how it feels six months from now change it most likely won't you know i try to make the best possible decision i can in the moment which i did this last week and again i think it's not looking to you know reverse course i'm definitely not looking to do that in the same time i think you have to be realistic that you never know what 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 challenges there are going to be in life again i love playing i'm looking forward to doing things other than playing that's as honest as i can be with you there jim well, look at that. A little, little crack open uh, for the window of opportunity. A little not crack, a crack is open. It's not a crack. You don't think so? Huh? No. Not at all? You don't think Tom Brady I, would entertain coming back? I think he would. I'm trying to think in what scenario he would come back. Because he seems very pragmatic. The type of guy that needs some offseason, especially if it was a new team, new system, something like that. I mean, Josh McDaniels is now in Las Vegas as the head coach. There is that system. There's that whole scenario. I'm, I'm just, I I'm mean, just saying. Like, if the Raiders came calling, if they happen to be in a certain spot, and the, and the Tuck rule and all that comes full circle, I'm just saying, Roberto. I, I mean, I, maybe that's a scenario, right? Uh, no. Listen, uh, what? Uh, what? Uh, you would you sell him out for Matt Ryan Yeah. You would take Tom Brady. I don't want anyone touching the balls okay. after that. Wow. By the way, the, the, the reversal by Roberto during the season in which he went on the air and said, I'm done with the Raiders. I'm yep. not going to the bar and spending any yep. more money on him. Get I'm Matt done Ryan. with Derek Carr. I'd rather have Matt Ryan than yep. Derek Carr. He said it. And now he is all Raided out. Like, he wants no part of Brady. It's all about Derek Carr. What the hell happened, It's all Berto? about the Rams right now, huh? What happened, Berto? Screw the Rams. Ah! <laughs> um, you, see, I, look, Orange I, County Rams. Oh my God! I don't think that uh, that he's going to be back. I, I don't think that he's going to make a return. But 
it would not surprise me at all if he decided to. Because he can still play. Drew Brees didn't come back because Drew Brees, he was too banged up towards yeah. the end. There was an offer on the table for Brees. I mean, he would like Sean Payton called him and say, what do you think? And he couldn't come back. Phillip Rivers was, was contemplating it, but he decided to stay retired and play. None of those guys look like Brady did towards the end of his year where he's going to finish in, near the top of the MVP voting. And I didn't see any sort of a, a slip in Brady in, in his final year. I think, I think there's a potential. I think you still have to look at the fact of how bad they botched that man's landing of a retirement. Like I, th- I that's what I, th- I think that in a way it works to his advantage because it was so botched so badly that it's almost hard <laughs> he wants to believe. To come back and do it again. Yeah, well, it's, almost, it's almost it's, it's almost hard to kind of accept that one of the greatest sports figures and one of the greatest of all time in the sport itself. It's like, did he retire? Did he not retire? Was it official? Is it not official? Okay, he issued a letter on Twitter, but they were reporting it earlier. Then they said it wasn't, and then All here right. he came, and then now he's saying, "Well, out the door might be open." I'm going like, what percentage did Giselle play in him retiring? Big, yeah. No, I'm saying what? Big. I mean, is it ninety percent? It's. Are you saying like yeah, fifty one percent? Where no. are we at? Uh, she look. She, that's way up there. She's. I mean, reportedly wanted him out a long time ago, and she, remember, she was the one who put out some sort of a, a social media post in which she was talking about how, like basically saying her goodbyes. That's where when people thought that Tom Brady was going to start to, you know, that the retirement was a real thing, it was because Giselle had put out a, a post on social media thanking everybody and giving her goodbyes way ahead of time, which means she probably had that saved in her drafts folder for two years and was just waiting for the, the right time to drop it. There, so I think she paid there a, a, are a significant very role. Few people that can move through life and anywhere they go they're known by one word she's one of them she might have played 101 percent as to why he retired he he married up even for tom brady he married up. She was making what thirty or forty million a year at her at her peak. And, and in a way, in a way, she put everything on hold, or or maybe even like we were talking about before, like moving on with your life. Right. Like don't live in the past of what your accomplishments have been and where you were at. You've had children. You know, you're a mom now. Like re reinvent yourself. Re refigure things out. It's okay for the husband, the spouse, to have to do that as well. Right. It's okay. Yeah. You know, there's nothing. I never, ever, ever, ever did anything domestic. Never. Growing up, I did nothing domestic. I'm not doing anything like my mom. Can you do this? The best thing I did domestic was the yard and take the trash out and vacuum On your vacuum jo- the floor. You're John Deere. Well, that was when I was older, but but the point is the point the point is a push mower when I was growing up. Well, That's my dad right. did have a driver, but anyway, the point is when we got to a certain point, and and we were both at one point we were both working, and and her job took more time. So her job took more time 
and we had our kids were getting bigger. So now, and I know this makes me sound horrible, but she was driving the kids to and from their activities. She she was cooking, she was working, and I was working. But I wasn't doing as much as her in my job. So I'm around, I'm at home. I'm chilling, doing whatever. I'm drinking a Modelo, whatever whatever it may be. I'm hanging out. And then one day, well, we had a baby. It wasn't one day. We had a baby. And and I'm around this baby, and, and I'm putting more time in because I'm looking at the babysitter. I'm like, man, let me spend more time with my kid. Like, I've gotten so used to people handling my kid. Let me start handling my kids. Then I start handling my kid. I'm like, oh, S. Like, are you kidding me? Like, it's that fun? Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. You did it. Like, I potty trained her. Like, oh, my. Like, this happened. Like, LeVar did it. Then I was like, wait, let me, like, I used to make ramen noodles and stuff like that and sloppy joes. Let me just get in the kitchen and see if I can fix the baby some food. Next thing you know, like, yo, my eggs are pretty good. (laughs) And then it just started taking off from there. The point I'm making is when you start to discover how much the person you care about and you love has supported you. I woke up this morning. I woke up earlier. I woke up when I have to get gas. I wake up at least 20 minutes earlier than what I would normally do to get gas. I woke up early, got all my stuff together because this is a TV day. I'm I'm rushing around. I'm bumping around. And I get in the car like, dang, I'm a little behind to get this gas. And my gas was full. And the car smelled fresh. And then I realized she had the whole interior cleaned and filled the car up with gas. Right? Yeah. These are the things that make you start looking at yourself like, in the grand scheme of things, when you start measuring out the people you love versus the accomplishments of things that you're going to do in your life, Super Bowls, MVP, all these different things, the man is retiring off of an MVP caliber year. You want to know what that percentage is? With her and the family put together, it's 101%. As to the reason why he probably stepped away, because he's sitting there seeing the value of of being with his kids while they're still kids. I mean, I think that that's what it is. I mean, well, you know, wait until uh, one Sunday in the fall when uh, you know she gets on him because he left his Uggs at the bottom of the stairs. Well, you got to uh, figure that one out, right, and then uh, yeah. now we got a whole other conversation. Because yeah. now you're yeah. around each other more than that. That was a part of it too. <laughs> <laughs> that was a part of it. The... They were like, "You nice made so much you. money. Why do you work?" Well, I just want um... <laughs> nice to. Nice to meet you. I just want to um, test oh, myself. Man. You know, I want to test myself. All right. So if if let's just play a little game here. If Oh, if he did come back, do we have any game show music here? A little uh, if Tom Brady game uh, came back game show music here on Fox Sports Radio. This is always good stuff. Uh, All right. So here we we go. go. Uh, If Tom Brady came back and the Bucks and Patriots are not on the table, Brady, you're going Raiders as the team he would come back. Well, I just, you know, familiarity with the offense. He's ran that system with Josh McDaniels his entire career. Yeah. Aside from, I guess, the Bucks. So that wouldn't be difficult. Um they're a good. They're a playoff team this year. Yeah, and uh, I, I think you know, Las Vegas, not a bad place to yeah. have to go back and play if you want. You that, know, it's a good uh, point. It make Roberto happy. Yeah, so, that's you know, true. Yeah. Uh, Lavar, if he had to go to one team, it can't be the Bucks or Patriots. Who's Tom Brady returned to? 49ers. 
Oh, I like oh, that. That's a good yeah, pick. Grew up rooting for it's him. Near it's home. Good pick. Yep. It's right. near home. I got one. If he wanted to come back yeah. and really establish himself yeah. as a great, yeah, I know where he's going. And he I wanted know where to. He's going. He wanted to insult. Say it. An ex, but he Say wanted it. to let everybody know who was yeah. boss. Yeah. The Indianapolis Colts. Oh, How about man. that? Come I thought on. you were going to say Dallas. No, no, come on, Dallas. Oh. Uh, yeah, come on. That's yeah. oh, you imagine what, what, what would happen yeah. with Dak. Yeah, who oh, cares? Yeah, 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 Tom Brady coming <laughs> yeah, in. Well, yeah, yeah, to Dak. Um, all right, Go ahead, so, I'm uh, out of here, Dak. Last time I checked, didn't Brady lead the league in yards this yeah. year? Hey, <laughs> true. touchdown. I'm just saying, uh, he's still a better quarterback than Dak right now, right? Yes. I mean, listen, it'd be an upgrade. It'd be an upgrade. I mean, he'd be an upgrade to probably what. Eighty-five percent. Everybody but, but uh, Herbert, Rogers, Rogers, Mahomes, Mahomes, um, Burrow, Burrow, Herbert. I said Herbert. I guess we're saying Herbert. Oh snap! I'm just, you're talking about Tom Brady right now. Yeah, that is true. I yeah. say beat beat. No, I'm Josh Allen's the other one I'd put. Josh Allen. That might be. It. Be, that's so, it. So 44 years old, and he. Uh, Basically, twenty-seven teams in the Here NFL. Here we go. Over. Boom, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Here we go. What the boom. hell are you talking about? Boom, 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 boom. Here we go. Steelers. Here we go. Get Tom Brady. Go yeah. to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> boom. Unbelievable. I know too many like Steelers chants uh, and stuff only because I grew up on that rivalry. right there. Yeah, I, but I grew up hating Pittsburgh, yeah. but I respect them. Yeah, well, we call it the Berg. Yeah, I mean, man, the Berg. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. A lot of uh, conversation about Super Bowl 56 as we are uh, fast approaching. Uh, as the uh, you know, people from all over the uh, country are uh, donning uh, Southern California and Los Angeles, uh, getting some... Uh, uh, and, you know, there's all sorts of travel that you can take to get here. Uh, some people take uh, trains. Some people take planes. Some people take crop dusters. Uh, it just depends on uh, who you are. And, uh, the, uh, <laughs> oh, man. The, uh, the, it doesn't look good at all the, back there. Uh, the Delap Duster has made its appearance uh, in the other studio. Uh, how's that How's that propulsion uh, device going hey, in there, Berto? Berto, I mean. I don't smell anything yet. So, uh. <laughs> it's just like. Lee, at least like Lee's so happy about it too. At least pretend you're taking a phone call or something. He doesn't. He, he just airs himself out in the other room, and it's like the it's so obvious. It's what the you're pride, doing. though. You see how he leans in the doorway. Oh, yeah. It's the pride of it all. <laughs> like, the only the like... only flagellants and funk that ever smells good is your own. I have no idea why you can withstand <laughs> and and like admire. Like oh, that was horrible. 
That was the most horrible, insanely gross deal ever. But it was yours. You so you're like foully. Yeah. You, he is. Do you think so that's because you like it. are impressing yourself? You're like, it smells so bad. I didn't know I could create like, a smell bro, that bad. I I'd be ready to straight hack it up when like like a family member is in the restroom. It's like that is the most disgusting <laughs> thing in the world. Like dry heaves everything. But if I'm sitting in and on it and stuff like that, I'll be like. Uh, let me take a look to make sure that I'm healthy. <laughs> Stuff like that. Let me see what's going just on. So are there bad. are there any parasites or anything in there? And it's you can actually so do it. Bad. So weird. It's the the hypocrisy uh, Lee, of, of restroom time. Ali, you know? one week it was Indian food. The next it was Bob's Big Boy. Ooh. What what is, what is the problem now? What did you do last night? Uh, Cajun jerk wings. Oh, yeah. Hot wings. Yeah. Do yeah. Yeah. The spices, yeah. seasoning. That'll right, do well, it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I ate a spicy be- breakfast burrito yesterday. How'd and I, I knew it was going to hurt me. Mm. I, I, it was so good. The, the salsa that was in the burrito was so good, but it was an ass kicker. It ran right through you, bro. It made me cry. Yeah. Like, like you, I bit <laughs> that joint and didn't know. I thought it was just like a regular deal. So apparently, this is what the spot is known for. And I bit that bad boy, and my eyes just started tearing up. Like, it, it was coming out of my eyes. Like, that is some hot salsa. God, I and I took about – I took I, – I, I made it halfway through before I decided to myself, if I force myself to eat the entire burrito – it will be bad. We should do that It'll hot chip uh, challenge here no. while Brady's in town. I'll do it. No, I'll be in the fetal I mean, position. I'll, I'll, I'll watch you. I mean, yeah. come on, I'll why watch. not? Yeah. I'll definitely watch. Why not? You well, guys don't want to do it? We could do a prop bet I, leading up to it as to what your reactions will be. Oh, yeah. Like different yeah. things. Like I would gladly do that, and I'll bring a bag of money for that. Well, you know, that's why they call me the habanero widow. I mean, I don't know if you know that. What, what do they call you? The habanero widow. Say it three uh, times. Is this, habanero widow. That's false. How is Wedo racist, Roberto. I'm talking about no, me. No, it's because you're talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. That is not your native tongue. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, so let's get into uh, this conversation. Uh, I just would like to say this ahead of time. Um, the fact that we even have to talk about this, that this is even a story, it just tells you everything you need to know about 2022. So somebody noticed yesterday that Kyler Murray – scrubbed his entire social media accounts of anything Cardinals related, right. stopped following the Arizona Cardinals, um, just sort of out of the blue, just decided, uh, wanted no part of uh, what was happening with the Arizona Cardinals. Now, there hasn't been, uh, the Cardinals front office was was asked about it. They said, you know, news to us. We didn't know if there was any issues or whatever. W- what do we make of the Kyler Murray situation, is there anything to make of it? Is it just simply coincidental? Because it does feel like there's maybe a little bit something here because it would just randomly pop up. Because he's young enough to have grown up in an era of social media You're where he understands yeah, yeah, the impact of what he's doing yeah. or what they are doing. And I would imagine it is a tactic because it's three. he's three years into his rookie deal. There you go. They have not picked up his fifth year option yet. And it's one of those tactics where you say, I'm going to remove all content and part of this as a stance because this could be my last year going in with the Arizona Cardinals. If if this if they don't pick up his fifth year option, I think you're gonna start seeing this more with teams that maybe have questions about their quarterback. 
that they draft in the first round. And the reason why I say that is because now it becomes fully guaranteed. As soon as you exercise that, it is guaranteed. It didn't used to be that way. It used to be when you picked it up, you could play that fourth season, but unless they couldn't pass their physical after that fourth season, that was then you were then owed that money. Otherwise, you could move on from them. Now you pick it up, you're paying them. He's under contract. You're picking up an additional year fully guaranteed. Now, the risk is, and what you'd have to look at is, the dorky term is beta, but you'd have to look at the, the difference between picking up the fifth-year option or choosing to franchise tag him in that fifth year as opposed to letting him hit free agency if you take the risk of not picking it up. And there's there's going to be a dramatic difference because quarterback contracts are pushing up that envelope. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's the risk you might be willing to take. But I think this also has to do with maybe where they feel like they're at with Cliff Kingsbury, where he's got one more year to kind of prove themselves or whatever that means. And Kyler's a part of that. But... I I don't know. You're going to see the content pop back up as soon as they pick up his option. I would wouldn't be surprised. The only time I've really seen stuff like that happen is when there's discord, whether it's with a a, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, uh, an employer, any anyone that you show a level of affinity for, and all of a sudden, you know Kanye West, <laughs> you know he deleted everything. Uh, started over. A yeah. lot of times, that's a big trend in social media is to start over. You 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 clear it all out and and start from the beginning. I don't really understand a lot of how this generation of of young people do what they do. I mean, I have a I have a grasp of it somewhat, but you just don't understand what some of their motivations may be. It could be anything. It could be a potential baby mama. It could be uh, a contract situation. It could be for marketing and promotional purposes. I mean, think about it. If Kyler Murray, if you go to Kyler Murray's page on social media right now and you look him up and how many followers that Kyler Murray has – um, you're looking at 1.3 million followers on his page while he only follows 461. So it could be as simple as he's starting over because he's only got two posts. It could be as simple as that. Right. Some of these young cats, I'm telling you, they're a little different. It could be just as simple as because there's different trends that start. I, I've, I've heard young kids now, they'll post less on like their wall, their page. And they put it all on their stories. stories. Yes, that What's is What's up correct. with that? Um, for one, you know who's looking at you. That's right. Right? So yeah. if, if, you, if you post on your wall, people can stock your page and look at your content. You don't know who they are. But if you put it on your story, then for one, it goes away. And then two, you can look at who's looking at your content. You can see everybody. Now, if you get 500,000 people that look at your story, then that's up to you. If you want to sit around and look at how many, you know, who who's within that 500,000 well, I, I guess people. I'm, where my mind's going is I'm wondering if it's easier to track that, the data and algorithms. And that's maybe something that's coming from Instagram or, or Meta, whatever the hell yeah. Facebook calls I, themselves. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about all of that. I just know that people are being paid. Like at one point, I was getting up to four grand a tweet or social media post. Really? Yeah. 
Jesus. So imagine being at 1.3. So in some in some cases, you have to assume if he's revamping his marketing and advertising and how he's going to monetize himself, this may be just a business decision. I'm not giving anyone any free marketing or advertising, and that could potentially take his posting up to like OBJ – was at a point where they were offering him so much money for for social media posts that he said, I, I'll have a an account for different things, but I will not post on my private accounts. I will not advertise for any companies on my private account. Yeah, but he's still getting paid in Bitcoin, right? Is that, or is that just yeah. the account? I'm just wondering. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's see how it's doing today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah we'll, we'll get an update here on uh, Bitcoin. Just, uh, uh, you know, uh, stocks, on the, stocks on the 12s with Brady How's it looking? Here we go. Here we go. Um, it's actually up okay. 1.5%. All right. Um, although still has not been able to retrace the... Uh, the, the most recent significant drop. That's good. And, uh, if, if anyone cares, Ethereum is is down at the moment. Oh, so. that's good. Oh, uh, very that's good. The other major. Uh, can I can I throw a uh, a Kyler Murray theory? I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory, but I would just like to. I mean, but you know, since, uh, since what we're if? all here, yeah, I just I, I've so actually what, got another one after this. Yeah, all right. So all right. I, I've got a little uh, conspiracy theory on Kyler Murray. Um, do, we, do we have any music? What, one Roberto? of the things you, that has been. Uh, consistent in Kyler Murray's career mm. is that he has gotten banged up. Yeah. I mean, every yeah. single year he's been banged he's up. There's been, there's been something going on. And he's never oh. quite given up the idea of wanting to go play baseball. Oh. He's always sort of hinted at it. He's always sort of, you know, still kept the story alive. I wonder if at this point in Kyler Murray's career, he's taken a little bit more of a beating than maybe anticipated. And he looks at Major League Baseball and he goes, at some point, I want to scratch the itch. He was a top 10 pick. It wasn't like he was a nobody. He was a top 10 pick drafted by the Oakland A's. I wonder if Kyler Murray sees this as maybe a little bit of an exit strategy to get out of the NFL to go play Major League Baseball. It's a really interesting yeah. uh, question, and, and especially the injury part. Um, yeah. You know he's only missed three games over the three years. But, but uh, he, okay, he has been banged up, has he yeah, not? No, he's, yeah. he's battled through some injuries. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just yeah. think there's the baseball story yeah, that he element, every yeah. single offseason he's talked about it. And well, and it now's there. the time you have to start flexing that leverage yeah. as a dual-sport athlete. I don't know. I mean, he's been he's been so solid. I mean, he's been solid. Like I his agree. Completion percentage, you know, improved every year. He's thrown for about the same amount of yards. His rushing is always a part of that. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Again, Lavar just kind of spoke to more of the business side of it. Maybe that's what it has to do with. Um, I can't. I can't speak to what exactly it is, unless, unless it's this. Maybe, maybe he's getting a procedure done to Give make him a little me. bit taller. And he doesn't oh, want good. anyone to be able to look back and see that the difference good. on his Instagram page. That's good. What happens if he's getting some sort of heightening procedure? Yeah, done? that's good. What? what? Wait, yeah. Come on, Roberto. Listen, yeah, there's hey, people Maybe, have done that. I mean, look, Kenny Pickett's not measuring his hand yeah. size because they're stretching it out yeah. so it's bigger for the combine. The people have done Maybe that. Maybe Kyler Murray's getting stretched out like Gumby. Yeah, and there's that. Isn't there that thing where if you uh, the thing where you hang by your ankles? Yeah, uh, like yeah, Batman. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, it, it releases it's an inversion table. Yeah, yeah. It, it releases the pressure yeah. on your back, and all yeah. of a sudden it'll give you like another injury. Maybe he too. can't post for a while on his Instagram page because he'll be hanging upside down for so long. But y'all do know on his highlights, there are a lot of videos of him full, full length. Yeah, but it's a video. 
You know how hard it is to measure someone's height in video? Yeah. Plus, he's got his helmet on, which, is it me, or is it because his body seems so small? His helmet is it massive. It looks huge. It's huge. It looks like he's in that it's big ab- head it, mode. It's huge. Remember that back in the day you used to yeah. play? Or basketball? Yeah. Was it basketball? Yeah, it was like everything. Like yeah. football, yeah. basketball. Like they had like the gi- yeah, yeah, like a gigan- yeah. gigantic helmet. Bobbing around, he kind of looks this. like that. It's like this. a VW bug on his shoulder. His head does look. His, hel- his helmet. It's does weird. His, his helmet, helmet looks, looks really big. Yeah. <laughs> his helmet does look really big. <laughs> it does. I don't know why. As big as his midsection. Yeah. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. By the way, he's running around there so fast. It's you're like, so fast. It's, it's but hard his head not to doesn't notice. move. No, it's hard not to notice. His head does not move. Everything else, arms and legs. Is there anything to my theory? You, on you, on heightening or some sort of stretching protocol. No, do, you, do you think Brady? he's, you think he's you trying think, to get bigger, Lamar? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, bro. Why you get up in my face like that? What are you asking me about? Is he trying to get bigger? Like, hey. what, you all right? <laughs> <laughs> you all right, boss? Like, golly. Come get him, Birdo. Ew. Ew. Um, I, right, I, so. I, honestly speaking, like, continuing to look at his page, I mean, he does have his Pro Bowl photos up. And thanked everybody for a great week. Now, here's throw the music back on, man. Go, go All right, yeah, let's go. Right right on. On. Throw yeah, the music we'll, back we'll, on. Let's solve mysteries here, right? Here, throw the music back on. <laughs> All right, why not? Let's go. Because, you know, I like to, to dig deep into things and mm. be totally incorrect about them, <laughs> yeah. but nonetheless still dig deep. Imagine this. Looking at his IG page, if you go through the video or, or the photos that he has up, of one of his two posts, <laughs> it is very strategically positioned where he is talking to none other than what? Green Bay Packers coaches. Whoa. Okay. Now, if Aaron moves on. Okay. Okay. Turn the music off. Yeah. All right. Listen. Turn the wow. music off. That's how you do it. All you right. think? That's how you do Damn. it. Wow. Yeah. Hold on. Turn the music off. <laughs> yeah. That's how you do it. I, I mean, no, here's my show notes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. Just a theory. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But you Good only job. have two wow, posts. Wow, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you only have two posts. And the one post showing you as. An Arizona Cardinal is vague in nature because it doesn't really show you in your helmet or the logo. Yeah. And there's a very intimate interaction taking place in one of of the scenarios. They just where, coached him too, right? Right, where the coach has his hand on him, right? Coach has his hand on his chest, and they're engaged in, in real good conversation. And there was one more. There was actually one more where a, another Green Bay coach has his arm around them. They're walking and they're exchanging pleasantries. How about that? I'm just saying. Look at that. Could it all fall fall in line? Could it all be pieced together where hey. he ends up being the heir apparent to <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and wow. Green Bay? I forget that uh, Arizona with Aaron Rodgers. That that is a uh, that could be a problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's a that's a good team. Well, you're uh, assuming he'd go there. Well, yeah. I just if if he leaves, yeah. I mean, again, would you trade if you're Arizona and you're Green Bay? Is this a good trade? Is this a good swap? Who has to give up more? I think the. The Cardinals have to give up more. They got to give up more. Yeah, because yeah. because the reality is in this scenario, you've got both quarterbacks technically under contract for one more year. He's about to be with, named to another MVP award. Let's be clear to on so, that. So, but I'm, but I'm saying you got to pay up Aaron, but it won't be 
for as long, although it'll be the most in the NFL. And then on the flip side with Kyler, you have to pick up his fifth-year option and then extend him or go the franchise tag Or do route. a whole new contract. Right. So, I mean, either way you're paying, it's just, Kyler, you're probably, like, if you're if you're a Green Bay in this scenario, you're saying this is our quarterback for the future. But what happens to Jordan Love? Does, I, I keep going back does to that. that like, make, what happens to Jordan Love? Does that Love? make Devontae? Obviously, Devontae is not into Jordan Love if they were doing the last dance photo together. Yeah. Does Kyler Murray convince Devontae and, and some of these other guys that this is still the place to be. I think uh, I think in football circles, Kyler is very well respected. Yeah. And that could be a game changer for uh, maybe the game changer that they need in Green Bay. Yeah, that playoff game wasn't too hot. You know, no. Yeah, he's struggling. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's been good, uh, though, man. Yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.